Welcome to the One in Eight Billion podcast, where we explore how you can know Jesus for yourself. I'm God's child, and I'm Coco. Let's get into this week's episode. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. At the time of posting this, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day has never really been a really big deal for me. Personally, I would sometimes get together with my childhood friends and we'd make, you know, little hearts out of paper or just, I don't know, cute cards (laughs) that we made as kids. But with Valentine's Day being a day to celebrate love, I thought it would be a good idea for the podcast if we talked about the greatest love story ever told, which is the gospel. So we're going to be talking about the love of God and how it never fails us and how that, how no matter what relationships we're in, whatever Valentine's Day means for you, we can always count on the gospel and God's love in our life. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> to get started, I will read First John 4, 7 through 10. Dear friends, let us love one another because love is from God, and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God because God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his one and only son into the world so that we might live through him. Love consists in this, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. actually said that word without stumbling the first try (laughs) (laughs) we should probably like explain what it means i can pronounce it (laughs) not sure i can define it um google google just says atonement and then we have to define atonement (laughs) well i know what that means too but how do you explain it you probably explain It just says atonement, especially that it's Jesus Christ. And then you look up atonement, and then it comes up with a movie. All right. (laughs) So the definition of atonement is reparation. How do you pronounce that? Reparation. Reparation. (laughs) Now we have to look up reparation. (laughs) For wrong or injury. In religious contexts, reparation or ex- expiation for sin. Now we have to look at <laughs> Just a rabbit trail. <laughs> Basically, <clears throat> we were sinners, and so um, Jesus took our place. Actually, my verse does work for this, for explaining this. Hold on. Let me go to it. Alright, 2 Corinthians 8, 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, by his poverty, might become rich. So, we were poor, and Jesus was rich, but he became poor so that we could be rich. It doesn't really make any sense. It's kind of hard to think yeah, about. Yeah, we but... owed him because we sinned against him. So we owed, we had this debt 
but Jesus came and paid the debt for us with his mm-hmm. riches. Yeah. He paid it for us. He's the only one who could pay it because he had never sinned. And he's perfect, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like the First John passage in First uh, John 4, what verse is it? it says God is love so God like it says is love and he came and he gave himself for us because he loved us so much and so do you want to go ahead and read the Romans verse yep all right Romans 5 8 says but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners Christ died for us so not only is god love but he proves his own love for us because we were still sinners christ died for us so the note that i have here is that god loves us unconditionally it isn't based on our performance and or anything we could do we could never earn it our salvation is by grace through faith and by grace alone it's not anything that we did or anything that we could ever pay we could never buy salvation God shows us that he genuinely, truly genuinely does love us because he paid the price that we never could. Mm -hmm. He didn't wait for us to come to him first. He made the first move. Mm -hmm. Romans 3.23 says, for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. I don't know where I was going with that now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... um, I had it and I lost it again. So bad at this. All right. What was I saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have Alzheimer's or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we could never um, measure up and earn salvation, like... Jesus was the only one who could give us salvation. We are, we would never be perfect enough or could never do enough because the wages of sin is death. So we could never do anything to get out of that. Yeah, wages means like a payment and what you deserve. So we deserve death we deserve to be paid death what we did the consequences of our sin is death but god because he loved us so much he sent jesus and paid that debt for us and through him now the gift of god is eternal life Mm -hmm. yep you may be familiar with the story of the prodigal son um he the son basically asks his father for his inheritance and he goes off and squanders it all with reckless living and then he he finds himself in a desperate situation and comes back to his father hoping he'll be accepted as a slave as a servant but his father accepts him back as a son and i just think that's so cool because 
God doesn't just like we took all that God had given us and we went and we ruined it. We sinned and ran away from him. But that didn't stop God from loving us and calling us his children. Mm -hmm. That didn't stop us or that didn't stop him from accepting us back. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Romans 8, 38 through 39. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Um, I think that's really cool because um, even though we have sinned and our penalty is death and um, like we've done really bad things and basically what am I trying to say? Like Like, even though we've done those things, God still loves us, and nothing could separate us from that. Like, nothing. Um, That's how great his love for us is. Um, He loved us so much that he sent his own son to die in our place and to carry the burden, our burden, um, and go to the cross and die a very painful death. Like... That's just awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, going back to the story of the prodigal son, he he ran away and he fled basically from his father. He took all of his inheritance and just left. And yet that father still loved him and that father still waited for his return. It says that when he, when he was still afar off, his father went running towards him. And even though we are, we are in this world and sometimes the world leads us astray and we walk away from God, but God still comes after us. He still pursues us and nothing can separate us from his love. Like not even our sin can do that because he paid the price and he bridged that gap. Um, I wanted to say, I heard somewhere that um, it actually was like a very improper thing for men to run in those days so um when jesus was telling the parable about the prodigal son it was probably like a shock that he said that the father ran to his son because that was like a very improper thing for men to do but that's how much he loves us yeah god loves us with a reckless love and he'll do things that the world would think maybe is kind of crazy or weird. Like, why would God come down as a human baby and live a life as a human and die on the cross? But God did that because he loves us that much. He'll do things that don't make sense for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, one of your other points you have here is that... Um, it says, he is always with us and is faithful to pursue us even when we aren't pursuing him. And you mentioned the parable of lost sheep. Like, he'll do something crazy enough as leave 99 of his sheep to go find you. And, like, sheep cannot be left alone. 
and he leaves all the other ones to find you because you are lost. Um, and he brings you back and takes care of you. And yeah, he pursues you because you're you are of that much value and of that much worth to him. It doesn't matter if he has like a massive following. He wants you. He'll go after the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even when you're running away, you can't run away from God. And, um, he'll come and find you still. Yep. Mm-hmm. The world is filled with so much uncertainty, such as, well, big one right now is COVID-19. We don't know what things are going to look like in the coming months. And there's a lot of activities that I would like to participate in and places that I would like to go, but I'm not sure that I can do that yet because of COVID-19 and because of just the uncertainty of life. And there's so many unknowns, but I love what that Romans 8 passage said that God's child read, Nothing can separate us from his love. His love will remain and it won't ever fail us. Even if even if people in our life fails us, even if we have disappointment in life and things don't work out the way we want them to do, we can always rely on his love and it won't ever leave us. We can't be separated from it. Mm-hmm. So Christ came down to earth to bring us back home to him because we're the ones who went astray. We're the ones who lost. We're the lost sheep in the story. But Christ came to bring us back. He wants us to come home. And so even as we're living in this world, this world is not our home and nothing on this earth can satisfy as fully and as completely as Jesus can. And so this Valentine's Day, just want to encourage you to not put worth and value in things that will ultimately end up disappointing you or things that will ultimately leave you longing for more because things on this earth will get thirsty again. If we drink this world's water, we'll thirst again. If we drink, if we eat this world's food, we'll be hungry again. But Jesus calls himself calls himself the living water and the bread of life and he is what truly satisfies us and his love is what truly perfects us and so he offers the invitation to come home and to not just be left wandering always searching for more but he invites us to come back and to come home even if you've done things that are seem like they would be unforgivable like the prodigal son or if you have wandered away and gotten injured like that lost sheep but Jesus pursues you and he wants to bring you back home mm-hmm. yep. even when you fail God God won't ever fail you because like the Bible says even when we are faithless he remains faithful And it's not about our actions or what we can do, but that's why the gospel is such 
it's such a gift because we didn't do anything to earn it. It there's literally nothing we could do to ever ever deserve it. The only way that we play no part in the gospel beyond accepting it. Like that's all we have to do is accept it and believe it. We can't ever contribute to it or make it any any more we can't do anything to yeah. <laughs> Um, and I wanted to say, I wanted to say this Valentine's Day, just keep in mind that nothing can satisfy, it can satisfy us except for God, like, no chocolate or candy or teddy bears <laughs> can ever satisfy us as much as God can, and, uh, like Coco said, uh, the living water is the only thing that can satisfy us, no, um, earthly food or water can ever satisfy us all the way. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone, and thank you for joining us on the podcast. We pray that you receive the gospel message into your own life and find satisfaction in the only love that could ever satisfy you. We'll see you next week. Bye. We'll see you next week. And don't forget, God has called you his own, one in eight billion.